Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Saturday, November 4th, Texas Motor Speedway is having a Junior Nation Appreciation Party and you are invited. A live Q&A with Junior Motorsports drivers as well as snacks and beverages. For more information, go to texasmotorspeedway.com. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And full house today. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliott Sadler, back truck racing this weekend with Mike Snyder in Texas. Hey guys, it's KB. I'm not a spotter. I just play one on TV. Hmm. Mm. What are you? TJ's now a cyclist. I'm a cyclist. TJ, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Thanks. I think you're a follower. I think you're just doing it to be cool. I don't know if you you don't actually put that stuff on to be cool. <laughs> There's no. I'm, I, I rode one at Pocono, and that thing on my ass was uncomfortable. The bike, the bike seats. I feel like. I needed one of them big ones with the three springs underneath. Yeah. Like um, one of them. Like a beach bike. Yes. Like, why can't you use A banana that? bike? I mean, you're <laughs> sitting on it. Why can't you use one of those seats? Why do you have to have that tiny little seat? Who'd you ride with? Dale Jr. and Scott Speed. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a good ride. It was my first one. And, um, you know, Dale Who'd you mooch your bike off of? I borrowed one from Scott. Yeah. He, Scott's, Scott's like a professional. He could ride. 75 miles probably and he goes and runs all these races and stuff too like he's a beast so we take off and he's like man where were all you guys when i was racing i was still cycling back then now you guys think it's cool i'm like where were you then and but scott's a machine at him and he was good coach too i mean he helped me get started and what i needed to get and stuff he's been a great influence and and uh buy you some clip-in shoes i had to yeah yeah i'll tell you what you better expensive yeah, yeah, more than what you think. <laughs> Tell you this: when you come to a stop sign, you better know that you need to get unclip out before you get there, because you'll be like, "Did you oh, practice stop. a little bit clipping in yeah, and out?" Yeah, I did a little bit, but I mean, you don't, you don't. It's something that you're so used to rolling up to a stop sign and just putting your foot down or whatever. <laughs> you're not that's hooked in there. We were uh, we were at Kansas a few weeks ago, and I came up on the track, and McMurray and Chase Elliott and all of them are getting ready to cross the road on their bikes. Oh yeah, and Chase Elliott went to pedal. And he wasn't clipped in, and he thought he was. Dude, he hammered his shin. I know that hurts. Because oh. it hurts to hit your shin. Yeah. One of the worst pains ever is walking into a trailer hitch uh, on the back <laughs> of a truck that you don't see, and it yeah. hits you right in the right below the knee or it'll, something. It'll make you fall down. Yeah, it's 
You should. It should be illegal to leave a trailer hitch just in the back, hooked up, and just not even towing anything. Yeah. Do you have to go up on Friday to Martinsville? I did not go on Friday. Friday was my second day at home with a uh, baby girl. So that's good. Yeah, it's a I handful. I love that schedule. I didn't have a truck on Friday either. I uh, dude, yeah, this two-day weekend schedule is. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to them. I mean, not only is it a little bit more time at home, but just I think it's better for the fans. Sunday yeah. seemed like a fun race day to me. I agree. There was a lot going on. It was and, uh, all meaningful. There was, but there was a little bit of downtime, but there was stuff going on for a lot of people, like guys setting up the pit stalls and drivers' meetings and stuff. But um, It I, felt kind of weird it. to qualify and then wait for three it hours. Did, but it's, I understand you, you have to have a little yeah, bit of a gap because if somebody – Somebody does have a problem in qualifying. You got to give them time to yeah get something prepared, you know, and, and ready. So yeah, Jimmy um, obviously spun out, had to go to the rear after making some yeah. adjustments. Yeah, I don't think anybody wrecks more in practice and or qualifying than Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy is the best guy at spinning out and not hitting anything. Not hitting. Anything. He spun out twice at Kansas. Yeah. He spun out three times in the last two weeks and yeah. is really yet to hit anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he, I, and he spins out in places that you're supposed to hit stuff. And he never, he never tears his. I mean, once in a while, but I'm gonna say Jimmy. He's even good at spinning out. That he guy. is good at. Yeah, he he's can, good at everything. He's he's probably ten time at that. He's the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. He's awesome. Yeah. Martinsville was uh, fun. Apparently, Josh doesn't know a lot about it. Did you notice that the what do you mean? front? Did you watch race? Yeah. Okay. Kristen didn't watch the race. Josh watched the race. Just doing her Did nails. you notice that the front stretch wasn't <laughs> lit up last night? Yeah, it was darker than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like the, the back stretch was great, but the front stretch, the lights weren't tall enough. When they started wrecking sure. across the finish line, all I saw was sparks and flames and stuff, and they were bright. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was enough to race still, but it was, wasn't what we were used to. And I think if we go there and do that a few more times, we're going to be used to it. Did you that notice point. that, it, I mean, it seemed like to me that, you know, the restarts obviously were exciting. But beyond that, it was hard to pass unless a guy was really aggressive in those first 20 laps and burn up his right rear. And if he did, then you could jockey with him. But if you didn't, man, it was pretty hard to pass. Uh, it was definitely hard to pass. But it's to me, it's always like that there. a guy. It depends on how aggressive the guy you're trying to pass wants to be. You're kind of at his mercy. If he wants to be real hard to pass, he pinches you down. Yeah. And it kind of forces you to to rough them up a little bit, which is the great part about short track racing. A lot of these guys, you know, that, and you can do it right. You can go in there and say, hey, guy, I'm here. You can hit them, bump them a few times, and it just disturbs them a little bit. And, and um, Ryan know, Newman was like trying to pass a kidney stone we, yesterday. We raced Ryan quite a bit there for a while, and he was – he was tough to pass. He was very tough to pass. to pass. He was very tough to pass. But yes. That, that's, that's the product of short track racing, though. He, the leaders ran him down. He was racing with a couple other cars. Leaders ran him down. Chase ran him down and had a hard time getting by him again. Yes. And, you know, and, but that's Ryan. I mean, that's how Ryan races, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's, uh, to me, that's good short track racing. You know, you, you, you're at the mercy, and, you know, when Ryan's going to stop racing that hard is when these guys start rolling in there and saying, you know, I'm not dealing with this today. Right. You're going up the racetrack. Yeah. You know, hit me back. I mean, if you want to do that, there, well, I think once people start not taking it, then you won't see it as much. But, yeah. I mean, it's good short track racing. Yeah. Blaney and Harvick got into it. They did. And uh, it looked to me kind of like Blaney checked up in the center. And that's easy to do there if you overroll the center. And Harvick nailed him in the ass. And so then Harvick got under him and Blaney doored him, knocked Harvick's right front end. And I was like, man, you know, yeah. if if they aren't both forward teammates, 
Harvick wrecks that guy because Harvick is a guy that you don't typically play that game with. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I mean, you're, you're to both the in point, the playoff. You're to the point now where you can't really. I think if it's a spring race, he might have. I think right now is not really the time you want to push somebody like that. Yeah. You know, you push somebody out and they don't have anything to lose after that. Yeah. You got a lot to lose after it. So I watched Harvick wear his bumper out for 30 laps because we weren't, we were not too far behind it there when that was going on. And, uh, he wore his bumper out for a long time. And Blaney wasn't doing anything wrong. He's just running his race. I mean, yeah. Um, and finally, Harvick hit him pretty hard one time. And I saw Blaney and said, I get right back in the throttle. He kind of lifted for a second, let, let Kevin run back into him again. Then the the, seven, the 17 drove around Kevin at that point. But I mean, that's just, that's short track race. And I, I love it. I mean, the, to me, when you got guys that are willing to battle for position, that's battling for position yeah. the right way. How about Trevor Bain takes a 30th place race car and finishes sixth? He drove, he was flying <laughs> at the end. He was flying. I mean, this guy is getting lapped, and he's wrecking every corner, and you see him shoot up the racetrack, and then you see the rundown, and you're like, Trevor Bain, six. Yep. Yep. S- uh, 17, first accident of the race. Yeah. Ends up back up Tenth. there. Yeah. Running up top 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's just – That's short track racing. You can't do that at a mile and a half. Yeah. That, it's so hard to do at a mile and a half. I mean, you can, but it's a lot harder to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love short tracks. Wish we had a whole bunch more. I know, man. You know, you got to wonder what these owners were thinking. I guess they were thinking we can pack 150,000 people into a mile and a half track back in the day. And now it's like we got too many mile and a halves. We need to. I would rather. We need short tracks. I would rather sell out short tracks for two years in advance, like like yeah. a like a Lambo or something like that in football, than, than go to these bigger tracks. And, you know, I mean, I like mile and a half racing, too, but it just separates so much. It's it's more about car. It's more about car than it is about you know technique and skill i mean it you get the you take a truck to kansas you hold it wide open it's not you know it's not that hard if you're a race fan that race should be one of the top three on your bucket list the fall martinsville race has to be a top three race based on what we saw last night even the spring based on what we've seen years ago i mean the logano kinsa thing same thing you know like there's a lot of excitement there martinsville market is a is a Stay in Greensboro. <laughs> stay in Winston. Yeah. Don't stay in Martinsville. I don't know if you can stay yeah, in Martinsville. A, I don't think there is. <laughs> it's the only place to stay in Martinsville. It's only 35, 40 minutes to Greensboro. Yeah. Phenomenal hotels there. A bunch of them. Don't stay in Martinsville and definitely yeah. buy tickets to this race. I used year. to stay in Winston. Well, yeah, I used to stay in Winston-Salem. I just don't. Parents house. Yeah. I just don't see why we don't go to more of these. Jeff Gluck's yeah. um, poll this morning was 88% of the respondents said it was a great race. See, I don't. This, like. He's been doing these polls for quite mm-hmm. a while now. Yeah. And every time we run a short track or a road course, they get the highest ratings. Yeah. They're the best ratings. And I don't – like, that's what our sport started with, too. We need to have more short tracks. I mean, we got short tracks that are ready for this. So South Boston, you know, I don't – and I don't really believe – I'm not sure that we need safer barriers at South Boston. You, it's pretty small. You know, I don't think it's a safer barrier issue there. Um I don't, I'm not sure. It's got a pit road as well. We used to race there. Yeah. I mean, I never spotted a race there. In the, I spotted late models. I've never spotted yeah, a Yeah, I've never race. spotted a, an Xfinity race there or anything like that, but we used to race there. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, that would – Matt, how how much fun would it be knowing that we're going to South Boston next week? Yeah, that would be awesome. Dude, I, I, would, I could not wait. Another yeah. Saturday night race at South Boston. It's Sunday. Make it Sunday afternoon. I don't yeah. care. These the, 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 In all fairness, these four final tracks – are pretty darn good. They're not bad. Martinsville, 
Phoenix, Texas, Homestead. I mean, those are four pretty darn good racetracks. As long as Texas doesn't get into that PJ1 deal that SMI tracks have been doing. Yeah. Please, dear God, don't do that. I really do not like that Now we're bringing stuff. God into it. I hate when they spray that stuff on the track. Oh, stupid. Nozzles break. Everything happens. Oh, yeah. Are we supposed to be doing something with a points thing on here? No. Or we is just it just here as a reference that, point? It's just a reference. Got we it. Just needed it. If you'd read your group me after you don't watch the race, you would be up to speed. I don't read it. Your personality and, and give a this morning is about as high as Josh's usually is. That's Josh's, an accurate statement. Josh is in the corner smiling and ready to do this show. And yeah, he's listen, like perked up. and re- so I what? watched my Eagles go 7-1 and one yesterday, and then oh, I went so to the Renaissance the Fair with so my... You couldn't watch the race? It was on one of our other TVs, but we went to the Renaissance so Fair. So Wentz play? Good? He is phenomenal. Yeah. We're going to the Super Bowl. Oh. Called it. <laughs> wow. Did, wow. Did Danny you get a tattoo? <laughs> Danny Jr. even said we're going to the Super Bowl. No, Carson Wentz is freaking awesome. Wow, how'd Alshon play? Yeah, he's probably going to get hurt Listen, after years now. of disappointment with the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm taking this and I'm... But Running also, away. I have not enough coffee and I'm kind of like just tired. I'm blah. It's blah. a little premature yeah. to be saying Super Bowl. I'm no. just saying. Mm. Yeah. Coming from a Bills fan. <laughs> Coming from a Bills fan. They yeah. say toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's where you might be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Pitt plays in. Their bowl game. <laughs> All right, we're going into spot on, spot off. Brett, you're going first. Okay. Denny wrecks Chase and takes out half the field coming to the finish. Well, this is two different things. Denny wrecks Chase. Y'all aren't going to like this, but spot on for Denny. Denny's trying to lock himself in the homestead. I don't think he intentionally wrecked him. I think he meant to move him. However, he didn't move him. He wrecked him. So spot on for Denny. Unfortunately, that sucks for Chase. (laughs) Taking out half the field coming to the finish, dude, spot the off what were you doing (laughs) he comes off a four we actually were the ones that made contact with him at that point because he had raced us in a very similar manner early in the race and tj and i were just talking about this not about clint denny but about dale jr and jimmy so we're we're literally he's barely on our inside bumper and clint's coming down thinking denny's going to give it to him denny doesn't give it to him he shoots us up the racetrack we lose three spots very similar thing here we are going into turn three denny's pinching now clint clint's like I ain't giving it to you. Sends him up the racetrack. Then Denny comes off four and hangs the left and literally wrecked mm-hmm. 18 cars. Spot off for causing that big wreck. Uh, you know, I got to go. I got to go spot off because he wrecked Chase. He didn't He didn't move him. He wrecked him. You know, I I don't know what his intent was. He can say it wasn't a mean to wreck him, but you did. So, um, you know, spot off for that. You know, Denny's a great short track driver. He knows. But he, what about Chase? What about Chase racing Keselowski the way that he did and ultimately moving Keselowski? I mean, that's not – I mean, what's wrong with that? I'm, I'm just asking you. I don't – you know, that's what Chase thought he had to do to win the race, you know, and he didn't run down there. He gave Brad a chance to get rolling again and get straightened out. I mean, that might, maybe that comes back to haunt him next time he races Brad or, you know, whatever. But if Denny did what he thought he had to do to win the race – well, there's a difference between ruining somebody's race. And you know, Chase didn't ruin Brad's race. He just took basically the win from him. I mean, he didn't wreck him. He took away his free ticket to Homestead. He took away his free ticket, but he didn't give him a DNF, basically. Yeah, but he could have. I mean, he could have, but he, he didn't. So, could um, You know, I, and coming to the checker, we don't. We did not need to wreck that many cars coming across the line. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. When he hung a left into Blaney and... 
And I mean, it, at that point, it's like Denny's what went through his mind was I'm going so much slower than everybody behind me. If I just hang a left, everybody's going to have to slow down and it's going to minimize my positions being lost. And Martinsville's a lot wider than you think it is. It is the reality is, entry of the corner, it's not wide. But on the straightaways, it's five lanes wide. And holy, <laughs> they were five lanes wide wrecking coming to the, the checker flag. Where did Clint finish? Third. Nice, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And Dale was 11th? Mm, yeah, I love right this. There. She's surprised on this show. Nice third. Yeah. No, it's just shots. Congrats. Shots. <laughs> spot on, spot off. The angry fan approaches Denny Hamlin on pit road post race. It's very angry. You know, I, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind fans having opinions. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind a fan telling a guy, you know, hey, I don't like you, right, my driver. I don't. I do have a problem with getting physical. It, I, I have a problem with that. Um, but if you want to tell, you know, you bring this up on yourself when you do things like you did. You just cleaned a guy out that could have won the race. You, I mean, you wrecked him. So. I'm not saying that guy, that fan, has a right to go there and make contact with Danny or anything like that. But he has an opinion, and if you're, that's a short track. I mean, he has his his voice can be heard. I've I've gotten older. You and, have. And as I've gotten older, I didn't used to appreciate other people's wisdom. I thought I was already smart enough. Oh, but I realize now that I'm not. So when I sat down with Greg Zipadelli last year to talk about everything in terms of coming to Stuart Haas Racing. He gave me some advice. Oh, boy. And he said, don't tweet anything 15 minutes after the race. Because if you're pissed off about something, it'll give you an opportunity to calm down. And I was like. How had you not learned that prior to that conversation? <laughs> well, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> that I didn't know that. It's just that nobody had ever brought to my attention that perhaps 15 minutes would make a world of difference in my decision-making ability. Mm -hmm. So this particular fan, it's a privilege that he's where he's at. He is on pit road after a race. You do not buy a ticket for that. Right. We all know that. You are given a credential via the track, via a sponsor, via a team or via a driver or he simply jumps security and i have a hard time believing a dude that weighs 380 pounds and looks like a burly redneck okay i have a hard time believing that he snuck through that little narrow ass tunnel that we all enter the racetrack so it is number one a privilege that he's there number two at no point in any other sporting world am i going to have an opportunity to go cuss out peyton manning for intentionally clipping someone on an interception return or go attack a pitcher because he beamed a baseball player on purpose or hit a soccer player with a 10 gauge shotgun what? because he <laughs> kicked the ball into that, the wrong goal at, at no point. Listen to me. That this really is, escalated. This is, <laughs> I'm pissed off about this. This is at the venue. Okay. If, if to TJ's point, if you see Clint Boyer three days later, again, we've passed that window of you have an opportunity to calm down. If you see somebody was he drunk away from the venue, you think. <laughs> so my whole perspective of this is number one, you you should probably shouldn't be there if that's how you're going to act. Number two, you should not be able to get quite close to an athlete in an aggressive manner. And people say, "Well, he didn't hit him." Oh, he took three people to restrain this guy. It was five. There they was three security guards and, and two kicked him in the back of the head GGR to calm guys. his fat ass down. I don't have patience for this. If I'm friends with some professional wrestlers, not like the kind that wear the onesies, the kinds that that wear like 
the speedos, it's the super jams, <laughs> and you know, like Jeff Jarrett. Okay, if a fan attempts to get in the ring, the wrestlers beat the living out of that fan because they don't know what that guy is coming to do to them. This is a very similar situation. This is in our office. You imagine being in your office in an accounting world and in walks somebody that's mad about an invoice you made and starts trying to beat your ass. That is not the place for that. If you want to, to TJ's point, after the fact, you know, walk through an autograph line and go, man, I don't appreciate how you wrecked Chase. I'm going to swing at you. Like, then it's, it is what it is, but not there. See, I don't. That happens at football games Does all the time. that take the place of the rant at the they end of this show? They can't get to the players. No, I'm throwing bl- from the top of the stands <laughs> to what the I'm saying is, What I'm saying is, like, I don't mind the talking, but the physical part, I don't I don't agree with at all. I don't mind the talking. Like, if you're within air, like, those guys walk into the tunnels, those football players By get By the heckled. way, he shouldn't, it wasn't even on, like, it was on the track. It wasn't even on pit road. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he was over the wall. He was on pit road. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was pit road. It yeah. was it? They should have yeah. Goldberg him. I'm telling you, they should have yeah. took this dude down, chicken See, I, winged him, pulled that pretty ass hair of his, and and yeah, I, I don't put like an apple the, in his mouth. I don't like the physical part of it, but if if you, I don't mind a guy, you know, if you it being passionate and saying, hey, I don't appreciate you, you know, you, you're a dirty driver, or whatever. When you, um, I've crossed the front stretch at Martinsville after Jimmy's won a few times to go back into the infield. I've crossed when Jeff won. And those people in the stands, they're sitting there doing that the whole time. I don't know if you've ever heard them or whatever, but it's pretty its pretty rough in the bottom row. We've had instances where spotters coming from the spotter stand across the racetrack were verbally harassed. We've had an instance where a NASCAR official was knocked out. I've been called a b- trying to get people away because, from Elliott. Because Dale Jr. <laughs> didn't win the race. I, true story. This is a whole different world. You are a female. It could have been a PR girl. It could have been a crew guy. Everybody with, with ultimately FedEx on their chest could have been a target of this idiot who, if he comes in here mad, TJ, I'm going to need some help. He's a big boy. <laughs> That's scary, though, because... Josh is up first. <laughs> Josh is by the door. We're good. I've been in many instances where people, where you're trying to keep people, not, you're not trying to keep fans away from the drivers, but like if they're doing media, you're trying to create a space and you don't want them there. And then they end up like berating you and calling you names because they're drunk after the You're race. heartless. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so several mean. times. Because hey, that's I way out of bounds. Heartless. I'm here to do my job. You're here to be a fan. I mean, How about you, you enjoy it? When you put that look on your face, you, you can you can look kind of... Hey, part of my job <clears throat> is to make sure my team is safe and they're not being... You don't need 15 people trying to <laughs> grab Elliot's butt, for God's sake. I mean, this is, you know, people last uh, night on Twitter were comparing it to the guy climbing the fence at Richmond. That guy no. climbing the fence at Richmond put himself dumb. in danger. Just wanted a better seat. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Because I, I thought that was. Didn't he get um, arrested? arrested? Arrested. Went to jail for 30 days and banned from that property the rest Holy of his life. Now, I'm not saying ban this guy from anything. I'm just saying we can't set a precedence where this is remotely tolerated. Mm-hmm. I got you. You want to have to deal with that on pit road? No. I don't either. <laughs> I, I mean, I, literally, because PR people have to deal with that. Marketing mm-hmm. people have to deal with that. A big jack man, if he's standing beside Denny and hears something he don't like, that guy's going to get his fat ass beat. Because <laughs> these jack men are like muscle milk ads. <laughs> muscle milk ads. These some big boys. Man panties. Heartless. <laughs> spot on, spot off. Heartless. Joey Logano blows a tire late, cost Kozlowski the victory. Can you Brett. talk about this, TJ? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Logano, with nine laps to go, has a tire rub that we all know is going to blow. His teammate has a 10-car length lead. Logano 
and his crew chief selfishly stay out. They blow a tire, ultimately causing and triggering this wreck fest that ensued after the fact, in which Brad was moved out of the lead and went to 10th. Chase was wrecked. Kyle Busch knocks in, you know, this, this fender on Logano's car to start all this crap. So what Kyle Busch did to Logano started it, and then Logano's crew chief telling him to stay out, it's going to go away, cost the two a What's free gonna pass. What's going to go away, the tire The situation? tire rub. He basically said the tire rub will go away, stay out there, and it didn't go away. Roger Penske, I don't know where he was, but he had to be having a hissy fit because everybody on the roof, TJ will agree with on this point, everybody on the roof knew that tire was going to blow up. It did not look good. Um, you if know, you were spotting that race, what would you have done? Uh, that race right there, I would have probably suggested to pit um, just because of the circumstances. Nothing to really gain on your end. Um, everything to lose for your teammate up there that, you know, I probably would have pitted there. Spring race, I probably stay out. Yep. Spring race, I stay out for sure. Who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, you you spin out. You get, you don't go a lap down. You didn't hit anything. Yeah. Um, but right there under them circumstances, I probably, knowing my teammates leading and it's coming down to the end, I, I probably try to get off the racetrack. We have something we say a lot in racing, and it's big picture. And I mean, I would, that was terrible big picture racing for Pinsky as a company. Yeah. To me, that starts. Who's 22 crew chief? Uh, Todd Gordon. Okay. But to me, you know, you you got to come to it. Like, the driver really can't tell how bad it's rubbing. You know, the driver He's got can't, a left side mirror. Yeah, but you can't really but tell. he can't see everything. You don't know how the severity of it. Um, so, I think it, as a company, you got to. They got all. They got ways to communicate with each other. They got to be talking to each other like. You know, like the two needs to slide. Out. Hey, you know, just just so you know, don't, don't. We were trying to make it here. It was could be Homestead. So I said it on my channel too to Booga. I said the twenty two is going to blow a tire, cost yeah. this two car the win. I cannot believe he is not pitting, and yeah. he kept going and he kept going and he did. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think, and that pitted. started all this wrecking. Like if if that yeah. doesn't happen, well, the sixty six started all the wrecking. Yeah, but I mean, I how mean, many sixty sixes were in that race? We passed one like every three laps. Yeah, but I mean, at least he was on the bottom and out of the way. At it's least. like he was waiting for the 24-hour fuel mileage race to start, and he was going to win that damn thing. He you know what I liked ever. about him? You know what I liked about him is every time he caught him, he was on the bottom, and you never had to catch him off the corner on the high side and slow down. Like, once you cleared him, you came down and you carried on. He never cost anybody positions. Have you known Carl Long? <laughs> long time. Spot on. Long. spot on, spot off. Kevin Harvick jabs Ryan Blaney post-race. TJ. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, Do you what? see these? So yeah. my spot off morning. on it is going to be that you jabbed him when you were walking away. You know, you were kind of like, oh, I'm going to hit run. Like, if you're going to jab a guy, stand in there. You hey. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you pushed, you pushed Brad into a fight before. You're going you're gonna to jab a guy. Oh, that was great. You're going to jab a guy and <laughs> run. Amazing. You volunteered Brad to get his ass beat Yeah. in that one. Hey, you're voluntold right here to go get punched. Well, I'm saying is if you're going <laughs> to jab a guy, stand in there. Yeah. 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 The uh, – What is it? Nothing. The funny thing about it is, like, if TJ and I are having words and it's friendly banter. Like normal. Then I'm going to punch him in the arm. 
or I'm going to slap him on the arm. Like, there's two things I'm not going to do to a guy. I'm not going to hit his head because if you hit my head, I'm going to hit you in the mouth. And I'm not going <laughs> to hit you in the ribs because if you hit me in the ribs, I'm going to hit you in the mouth. And Harvick's punch was like a quick rib shot. And then Blaney had an even harder punch, a jab back at Harvick. But to TJ's point, they're both walking off. So you don't know what the context of the conversation was. And I can't tell if Harvick's hands closed or open. You know, like there's a few things I, I couldn't tell in that. But it, it certainly looked like. Also junk, right? You're not supposed to hit each other in the junk. No, that's, uh, that's, you don't hit that's each bro other. code. You never hit each other in the junk, even in a fight. <laughs> Junk's off limits. The do funny's off. <laughs> Anti-do funny punching. But, I mean, it was, look, man, this is all, all this stuff we're talking about is entertaining and it's great for our sport. It's not great for Chase Elliott fans. It's not great for Brad Kozlowski fans. But for the sport in general, that's a good weekend. It's a wonderful weekend. I mean, in general, that's that's what short track does, man. It brings everybody together. You can't get away from each other there. Mm-mm. You know, you get somebody loose at Texas or Kansas or something, you get away. It's hard for them to get back to you. You, you run into a guy at Martinsville, he, he's still going to be there. You know, you can't just get away. Nah. Or the place is so small, you're probably going to see him at some point again here in the next 100, 100 laps. Well, so. Like you were saying, the uh, the Kenseth and Logano thing was a perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah. Spot on, spot off. Bubba Wallace officially to the 43 in 2018. Brett. Well, we knew this was coming, and I don't know that we – I think we did tell everybody, didn't we? I don't know. Oh, did we? You probably did. We told him that Bubba <laughs> would be full time, and we had heard him to the forty three. So I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's wonderful for the sport. You know, I just drove by Richard Petty Motorsports, and there were only fifteen cars in the parking lot, and that tells us that they're not going to operate the way that they're operating now. All signs point them moving their operations to Welcome, North Carolina. Their buildings up for lease. Yeah, eighty six thousand square foot, and it looks like they got uh, about about two thousand square foot per person in there right now, based on the car (laughs) count. So they got plenty of workspace up the hill. Uh, You know, it's a tough time of the year to see some of those things happen, but you have to hope that you know where the negatives are there with with folks losing their job. That whatever's going to happen on the other side of this thing, that it's going to be good for for the sport and good for RPM. I don't know what they're what they got coming up, but I mean, obviously we know a little bit, but <clears throat> what we think is going to happen. But it might be better for them. I think uh, I'm glad for Bubba. I think he auditioned well in that car. I agree, and I think he can race with these caliber of drivers. I think it's going to be a. I think it's a breath a breath of fresh air for a breath of fresh yeah. air. I think it's a breath of fresh <laughs> air for for Bubba breast, and that team. Breath of fresh air. E- easy, Josh. <laughs> Easy. I think. I think, man, Bubba ran five spots better than I thought he would when he got in the forty-three. Yeah, and he raced fine, like he raced well. And like, I'll tell you what else. He has. I don't know that he has this level of talent because we've yet to see him in this grade of equipment. But he has the aggressiveness that Blaney has, that Chase has. Like he's a guy that'll get in there and get after it. And those guys are ultimately who put on a show. That's what we need. Yeah. We don't see a show if these guys are all riding helicopters together and their kids are playing together and they're all going cycling together. Like you, when you have that relationship, it changes how you compete. I don't care what anybody tells you. Now there's certain times Daytona 500. Yes. Yesterday's race coming with 10 to go. Yes. You, you set it all aside. You don't care if you never speak to each other again, but at midways through the race, TJ knows this. I mean, it's hard when you have that relationship with them. These, these guys are going to race their asses off. You can't come here and try to be friends with everybody. You got to be aggressive. Yeah, They're all I talented. I don't think. Um, 
I definitely think it it changes when you know all these people real well and you know you race them differently. You know, if you back in the day these guys didn't hang out during the week that much, they came together at the racetrack on the weekends and if uh you run away, you got moved. Yeah. You know, and that's how they raced. Yeah. So All right, we're going to take a break. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan, and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest One Main at OneMainFinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. All right, we're going into Fastlane. I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, and they are going to alternate who responds first, and it doesn't really matter. Finger works. Because no one adheres to the 30 seconds. That's not true. We don't even have a timer anymore. <laughs> yeah, we do. Josh is Always. timing it. Yeah, I don't ever use it because y'all do you count one thousand one. No, one thousand two. When I hit when I hit you at thirty seconds, you're like, Josh, I wasn't finished yet. <laughs> Damn it! All right, TJ, you're going first. Martinsville again produced some of the best racing of the season. Do you think NASCAR will ever add more short tracks to the schedule? Schedule. I really don't know if they're ever going to. Um, it, Brett knows more about this than I do. See, that's not me. I'm talking. <laughs> who, who I was holding you? my breath, so it wasn't oh. me. So um, I hope they do because we see the we see what happens when we do run these places. Uh, it's great racing. I think if you run more short tracks, you get more. You're gonna get more cars. During the break, Kristen was complaining about someone breathing heavily <laughs> on the microphones. So and we found who it we're was. We're trying to establish who that was. We figured out who it was. Do you think NASCAR will add more short tracks to the schedule? No, I don't. ISC and SMI control all these dates. They build all these big tracks. I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I just. I. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe these polls will. And, you know, the fans speaking out can push it that direction eventually. So, I don't know. We keep trying. Yeah. We're trying, man. <laughs> Do you guys say hashtag or pound? <laughs> Stop breathing like a psychopath. Let me, move, let me move Everyone my mic so you can hear me. We need a sponsorship of Breathe Right Strips. <laughs> we need some Dale's Pale L in here. <laughs> Stop. Whoever is Darth Vadering the microphone. <laughs> These fans have learned so much already today. They've learned about bicycling. They learned about cycling. Bicycling. Yeah, bicycling. All right. <clears throat> Seven playoff races are in the books. Was Martinsville the best playoff race yet, Brett? I, I got to say, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was the best race from start to finish, but I definitely think in terms of what you take away from that, you had – you know, the two that was going to win, the 24 that was going to win, the 11 that was going to win, the 18 that ultimately did win. Four different guys were going to win in nine laps. That is exciting. Yes, it was the best one yet. We needed a few more. Much we excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was the – how was it not? I mean, we had guys that were good in the short run, guys that were good in the long run, guys running into each other, guys fighting. Getting, yeah, do funny in each other. I mean – do That's funny. not a verb. Do funny. How do you spell that? I don't know. I don't know how you spell do funny. 
So, Dude, I had uh, people okay. tweet me all kind of stuff last yeah. week about that. That I saw do funny. My awful. 88 pretzel is live. Oh, oh wow. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. I don't know what that means. It's a pretzel shaped in the 88. They're selling at Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. Oh, oh. tell us Can about I, that. It's Kristen? called the Junior 88 pretzel. Do I get one? You want me to bring you one? Yeah. yeah I'll bring them up to the spotter stand. Yeah. for a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With tell us about what Texas depreciation while we've got Appreciation. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. So on Saturday, you can buy a ticket to come see all of our drivers, Elliot, Justin, Michael, and William, plus TJ and Brett I bet. are going to be doing a Q&A. At we the are? Junior Nation Appreciation Party on Saturday. We're doing a Q&A. Yeah, you two are together. Oh, are? And then Elliot, William, Justin. We, is and that on my schedule? Good Lord. Uh, hopefully Shane put it on Can there. Can we say the F word during you're, this Q&A? Yes. You're putting us first? Oh, yeah. You guys well, are the big draw. People are going to leave the, when we we're should, done. We well, no, the, so yeah. like the tent, you can go there. You can. There's you food. There's the beverages. <laughs> there's media. There's giveaways. Free stuff. So We appreciate you coming. Yes. Appreciation. We appreciate oh, you. Can you believe buying that, tickets? Though? You're gonna put us first. People are gonna walk out, and the drivers <laughs> are like, "Man, where'd everybody go?" <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. So go to TexasMotorSpeedway.com and buy your tickets to the Junior Nation yeah. Appreciation Party. You get a pretzel, and you get a free ticket to the Xfinity race. You can go oh. into the. Are you gonna be there? Fans gonna get to meet you? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Why don't we just all do a Q and A? All four of us. Yeah. Why don't? I all mean, right. Josh, you in? Sure. Kristen, you, Josh, you, you should weekend? definitely yeah. be in, Kristen. Hello, everyone. I'll do it in a British accent. <laughs> what the? <laughs> At least you cheered up. Are you going to wear one of them one-piece things? Oh. Romper? Romper. Yeah, romper. <laughs> RCR hired Andrew, Andy Petrie as a competition advisor last week. Who is the most influential former competitor or team member currently working with a cup organization? Ooh. TJ Majors. Do you think Andy's ever wore a romper? I hope not. <laughs> Andy's a good dude. Andy is a good dude. Um, the most influential, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, a lot of these teams hire these well-established, um, you know, guys that have been in the sport for a long time. They hire them to um, help competition side of things now. And, you know, Brett knows more about this than I do. How do I know more? Well, you know more of them. You started a little <laughs> earlier than I did. <laughs> This is a homecoming. Andy Petrie was a crew chief at RCR. He and Dale uh, Earnhardt had some success together. You know, obviously there's some potential expansion going on with RPM coming over there. So you may need a guy to facilitate. However, they already have Eric Warren. They already have Mike Dillon. They already have Sammy Johns. At some point, you need guys that make race cars go faster. Andy's been removed a long time. I'm not sure he's the guy to make that happen, but maybe they need management. Maybe they need something else on the infrastructure and he's the guy, you know, most influential former competitor with a cup organization. I mean, this is more of a marketing play, but RPMR is he already has them. I think Dale Inman is probably the biggest yeah. former competitor name still on pit road, as is Leonard Wood with the Wood Brothers. Now, that's not saying they're not with their current organization. Obviously, they've, they've been with them before, but, man, I'm a big fans of those two guys. Yeah, and those guys are there in the morning until night, too. And, uh, like, Isn't you... that how a job works? <laughs> well, <laughs> Did you just <laughs> fart? <laughs> Josh, no, you're breathing heavy. You're farting. <laughs> it's Monday, oh man. Oh, my God. It's Monday, man. This man in the shop is like, what are y'all doing in there? All right. Well, screw it's that a, one. A, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Which playoff contender is most likely to win at Texas and advance to Homestead? Truex, Harvick, Hamlin, Blaney, Johnson, Elliott, or Keselowski? Brett. Go ahead, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> Here's what we know. We know 
that Kyle Busch is locked in. We also know that Martin Truex is pretty much locked in. He's got a huge point cushion. How many points was it? 67 67. He could sit out this race and still leave with the point lead. Yeah. And he guess what he's not going to do. He's not going to sit it out. So he's pretty much locked in. Only two other guys right here have a chance to go, and they're probably going to need to win. The problem is they're going to have to outrun Martin Truex, and they're going to have to outrun Kyle Larson to do that. So I don't know. Jimmy Johnson's in trouble. Like they're You're at Martinsville, a place where – Grap, grip, not grap. What the crap you talking about? Damn it, my time's up. <laughs> um, well, that was grap. scintillating you know, and educational. I got 30 more seconds. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to go against Martin at the mile and a half. Their cars are just so fast there. But also, these guys are good at Texas. Everyone on this list right here is really good at Texas. Uh, Blaney was really faster in the spring. Uh, Denny will be quick. Jimmy is like the master of Texas. When you uh, said they'll all be quick, you kind of encompassed them all. You don't have to individually do it. Well, I am going to go <laughs> with, um, you know, Truex is going to be my top pick to win. But it's hard to go against, uh, you know, Brad will be fast too, I believe. Yeah, I mean, to answer the question, I, I guess Truex is the guy that you have to say is going to win. But I, I feel like Chase Elliott has had a lot of momentum. You know, Dover, he was it. really fast. Mile and a half earlier this year, he was really fast. So if it's not true, X, I got to say Elliot. Yeah. The off the wall topic Halloween is tomorrow. What is the worst oh, no. costume you've ever seen? <laughs> oh, thank God we told all these people that. Jason Schultz, Halloween's tomorrow. Jason? 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 Jason gets Jason. What think? is the worst costume you've ever seen? Jason taking a grap. A pregnant nun. <laughs> None? I was a pregnant nun one time. Oh, God. Uh, that's... I didn't really intend to be a pregnant nun when I got the nun outfit, but I was so fat I looked pregnant. Uh, I was a nun with a goatee and a baby. Gross. Oh, TJ? Man. What do you think nuns do for fun? Nothing that we do? Nothing? Nothing? We just made him a joke. It's stupid. All this show. I, uh, <laughs> such a dad joke. I saw this group of people, and they had all made little, um, there was probably six or eight of them, and they were two by two, and they were all on, like, roller coaster, like, the, and they were walking in it, and they were all do they were all going to side at the same time. <laughs> so it was it was pretty uh, entertaining. Um, I don't know about the worst one. I mean, the pregnant nun. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That was me. Yeah. Was um, well, worst. you are special. Yeah. Oh, I'm special. All What's right. the best costume you've ever seen? Me? Yeah. <laughs> like I the don't. best. I don't know. Who are you going to be tomorrow? Yeah, what are you going to be? Since tomorrow is Halloween, what are you going to be? Can I you? don't make these questions I'm asking up. you a question. Oh, we're asking you. Nothing. I don't really you dress suck, up. You suck, Do you Josh? trick or treat? You Do you trick suck. or treat? We give out candy. I'm going to be Robin from Batman and Robin. Who's Batman? Pregnant. Bodie. Robin. <laughs> no, I'm not as fat as I was. <laughs> you be I got to wear these really tight green so, pants, though, and they kind of make certain body parts look funny. The, the, the like your junk. <laughs> no, I'm not real sure what to do about that aspect wear of my costume. Did you just make it do funny? Wear a skirt. <laughs> Should I get a sock or something? Well, three or like four it's, of them. It's awkward for me, so I don't want it to be awkward for everybody. Kids don't notice that stuff. We do. Wouldn't adults. Wouldn't <laughs> we'll point I'm and stare. I'm going to see adults, too. Other- <laughs> I wouldn't use too many socks. 
I, I don't want to be the, I'm not going to be the only adult there. Oh, God. Damn, Brett, you working out? Shows. Explosion. <laughs> Thank God we have any oh. windows. Hashtag AskDBC. At Jstein2034 asks, the coldest race you have ever spotted, which is worse, heat or cold? Heat oh, for me. But anyway. Hell no. Cold sucks because when you get cold, it's hard to come back. When you get cold, you just put on extra layers. When you get hot, you can only take off so many clothes. Oh my gosh, is that him? That's Bodie. Oh no, that he's a Lego. <laughs> yeah, he's Lego Batman. It's cute. So he last year he made me be a minion and I like an idiot. <laughs> A pregnant minion? I don't, <laughs> I don't look pretty in yellow. And this head sock thing that I had to wear looked like it was a condom that I just stretched out to fit big enough to go over my head. It was freaking... You're, I honestly, I you're felt, ruining minions for me right that now. Make, like, that makes you a good dad, that I you dress like a minion because Bodie wanted you to. I know, and this year he wants me to be Robin. Did you sock it last year or not? <laughs> no, dude. It's, that Those pants weren't awkward like these green robin pants you know what are the girls i can't wait for costumes. this picture i don't uh jovi is gonna be one of those candy corn things and <laughs> keely's gonna be a vampire mm. which is their personality like literally candy corn <laughs> miss sweet and innocent and vampire miss hellion so <laughs> it'll be fun what was the question y'all just talked about uh, what's worse, the cold coldest, or hot? The heat, coldest race heat, you've ever heat. spotted. I hate anything over 90 degrees. Me too. I'm really white. Should... I turn two colors, white or red. I don't do the brown thing well. I hate heat. I'm out. Uh, yesterday to me was cold. Uh, you put on wind pants mm. and a wind jacket. So it's cold. different. If you go stand on the end where I'm at, it's windy. Like yeah. compare, I went to the other end where, where Joey was oh, in. There is God. nothing. Did you have to, river. Did you I don't have to like tether cold. yourself to the No, fence. it wasn't like that, but it's just cold wind oh, man. i love it you're oh, from yeah. upstate new york it doesn't mean just because you're from upstate new york doesn't mean you stand in the Skirt's cold for all fun. up in his face right now <laughs> you don't stand in the cold for fun i'm not a damn eskimo i, do. I deer hunt you snow think- ski love it snowmobile about died doing that last year kristen did you like uh daytona sad no i didn't when it was <laughs> we named 90, the tracks 95 degrees and 98 pure humidity, humidity. is yeah. that a passport <laughs> yeah Oh, he's Canada. Canadian. Yeah. You want to talk about cold? This guy's from Canada. Hey, I've been to Whistler, Canada. I've been to Toronto. I've been to... Uh, Toronto. I've been to somewhere Not else Toronto. up there. Windsor. Windsor. Yeah. Toronto. I can't speak Canadian, though, bro. Speak? I only hey. got English. Hey. 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 I can do the A really well, though. Hey. Hey. I love Canada. Those people are What's crazy next? as hell. They party. At Veoida31 asks, how can NASCAR better use young talent like Blaney and Elliott to get interest up? These dudes are very, very marketable. <laughs> Run short tracks. <laughs> they were pretty exciting last night. I don't I don't know. I mean, it has to be organic. I think they've been trying to market them. I think this is why. I mean, let me just break down what I think. Chase Elliott is the legacy guy. His dad won the Winston Million. His dad won big races. His dad was a champion. So he has a huge fan base just from that. Dave Blaney was here, but he didn't have that legacy Bill Elliott had. However, his son, Ryan Blaney, has been willing to do anything and everything that NASCAR asked him to do. From Mm -hmm. a social perspective, digital perspective, he's got his own podcast. Like, he's marketing. He is investing in marketing himself. Yeah. Everything that he's doing off the track, I think he's doing really well. That's why we we talked about it last week. You look at Eric Jones. He's not really doing anything. 
and then you look he at Ryan Blaney, his mullet. you know what? And you're like, wow. That honestly, that's the only thing that I can remember Eric Jones doing all year that was kind of you know funny was the haircut thing. Relevant off the track. Yeah. Was I, he cut his <laughs> hair? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopee. When's the last time you cut your hair, Josh? Uh, like two weeks ago. If you cut in your hair, the only things get you news. You're not doing the right things from a marketing perspective out of your race car. Yeah, and I, you always see. I mean, there you always see Blaney, Chase, Bubba, all them guys together doing fun things and doing stupid. Like when when Blaney and them they road tripped from Vegas or whatever to California or whatever and videoed the whole thing basically. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. Like that, I thought that was good. I mean, Bubba did a really fun video about dominoes and playing golf. Like, yeah. I think, you know, Elliot Sadler is a guy who gets the marketing aspect of sports. So he's always been a guy that we've had a lot of opportunity to do fun stuff with, whether it was with Stacker 2 when they were here or it was Tylenol or Bass Pro Shops. Like, sponsors gravitate to personality. And if you can't market your personality, you probably won't get sponsors in today's world. So I think Blaine is doing it right. And I think Chase Elliott literally just is following – the path, you know, he's not, he's not going to be that guy doing all these things Blaney's doing. But he, he's a fun dude, and I mean, let's face he it, is. man. When Dell Junior's not most popular driver, who do you think is going to be? I think it's going to be Chase Elliott. His dad won it forever. I think it's going to be Ray Black Junior. Nah, <laughs> Scuba Steve. Nah. Scuba Steve. <laughs> I don't think so. At Junior Money Twenty Eight asks, tempers flaring and rival- rivalries are what our sport needs, but does it matter what mainstream media perceives of it? That's an interesting question. Hmm. Silence. My, I mean, man. Man. Let's talk about mainstream media. News media, all they want to talk about is Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and Russia. And I'm sick of hearing it. Uh-oh. So, so on the sports side. And Rocket it, Man. You know, unfortunately, NASCAR has fallen victim to allowing some aspects of social media and the news media and our sports media to dictate decisions that they're making. There were times yesterday when NASCAR officials were calling out, hey, there's debris on the track, and NASCAR didn't throw the yellow. Drivers weren't asking for it. The NASCAR officials are telling us there's debris on the track, and they weren't throwing it. And the reason they didn't throw that yellow is because of the scrutiny they've been under on social media, via the media, via the drivers. They have to run – their own sport. We don't need to let the media. You think the NFL is out there caring what people put on Twitter about them with a first down call or a whatever call? Like, I'm sure they see it and they manage it, but they're not changing their whole policy over it. Like, we can't be reactive to to Twitter, Facebook, Spacebook, MySpace, Facebook, whatever else is out there. Uh, and the media, Snapchat. man, the media just want to get clicks. I mean, they got, they want something or somebody to read their stuff. You know, did you guys see that Dustin Long story about the Amish guy? Mm-hmm. That was a phenomenal. I know. Read. I tweeted about it because my family's that. Pennsylvania Dutch. That, so that story was cool. They got a picture of riding a horse and carriage. And then TV yesterday did a big thing on it. How cool is that? His mom and dad get to watch that. Ha 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 They don't have TVs. <laughs> what? They're Amish. Shut up. And he's been excommunicated they from the like Amish. They said like for 17 years he didn't have electricity yeah. or anything. When you leave the Amish community. I'm kidding. I know oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> he needs to meet producer Amish Josh. But I will say this. Like, that is a, an American dream story. Like, here's this dude that snuck out of his house, listened to races on the radio, Got caught, got in trouble at 17 years old, said, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to join NASCAR. He got on his bicycle, rode 20 miles, and he's out. Like, excommunicated. 
Yeah, but I mean, he left everything to go chase a dream. That's amazing. That's, if you haven't read that story, Dustin Long wrote. That's movie, movie quality there. I agree. Let's do a movie on this guy. What was his name? Uh, Ruben. Well, we Jebediah. can't go with that. We got to have a better name than Ruben. <laughs> Roy The main Munson. character can't be Ruben. <laughs> Roy Munson. <laughs> Dude, oh, God, I love Kingpin. <laughs> he has like... <laughs> He had like eight or nine brothers and sisters. Yes, they're Amish. They got to work, man. What, they what does that mean? The they got well, Amish have to bigger do with families. That. They don't use. You got to have families to do work the farm. They'll build a whole house in like a day. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> what I, you know? What I want oh, that boy. guy though. Mm-hmm. I would love for him. I wonder what I would love to be Amish next year for Halloween because those guys wear them like perfectly pressed shirts with the trousers and suspenders and those cute hats. <laughs> like you, like if you shave Josh's mustache right now. He would look just like an Amish dude. Hence the producer Amish Josh. Yeah. At Travis C. Josh underscore 48 the asks. biggest Amish person ever if he was Amish. Where's the best place to get a first tattoo and should it be the DBC logo? Talk about uh, poor decision making. Uh, yeah. Most bad decision. Hey, this is your boy, Travis, though. It <laughs> is. He turned you down. I get my tattoos in Asheville at a place called Hot Stuff Tattoo, and Chris Roberts is a phenomenal tattoo artist. Hot stuff, baby, this evening. Let's <laughs> get some hot stuff, baby. Tonight. Most good stories start with bad decisions, Travis. So, you don't know that song? Oh, I do. You sound exactly like whatever that was my name is. Falsetto voice. It's very good. I'm impressed. Where's the best place to get a first tattoo? Do you mean on your body or oh, yeah. on a studio? <sighs> Man. Tramp stamp. I think you should put a M on each ass cheek and bend over to say "mom." <laughs> do a handstand You're and say so uh, "stupid." You do a handstand <laughs> and say "wow." You're so dumb. <laughs> it's disgusting. What is this? Who? Who even asked us this question? If you're going to your boy Travis, if you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. So I thought it was um, funny when Steve-O from Jackass got your name tattooed on his ass, so he could tell people I have your name. I have your name. Yeah, my (laughs) ass. Brett already ranted. Don't you love Jackass? Oh, it's great. That was a great. The second one about made me puke a few times though. When that dude sweated on that treadmill like eight (laughs) pounds of sweat, and then he drank it. I was. <laughs> you remember that, TJ? Yeah, that's disgusting, man. Oh, no, <laughs> no. He was dying sweat. Like, there was sweat everywhere. Stop. And it funneled into this dude. I'm going to throw up. I, he, I haven't. Oh. And that dude snorted wasabi. He snorted a lot uh, of wasabi. Could yeah. you imagine snorting no, wasabi? That would, that would hurt so much. My sinuses oh, will blow out of gosh. my eyeballs. So the sweat ran down across his Y'all body. Y'all are actually going to make her throw up. If she throws up on me, I'm a killer. <laughs> oh, yeah, do funny sweat. <laughs> Dude, like, jackass is awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you just pick a driver to win next Remember week? that one this where week? they had that guy that gave Stop it. that stuff with gas, and they had a funnel to the other guy's mouth or whatever? And <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be pissed at She you. just took her headset off, everybody. <laughs> She's gagging. If she had a baseball bat right now, she would hit you. Me and Uh, TJ are both red from laughing at you. And her eyes are water. Look at him. When he drank it. Oh, Oh, body sweat. Will you just pick your picks for Texas so I can get the hell out of here? You know how salty that would be? Do your dogs like lick y'all when y'all come in from work? You'll notice, TJ, like when you get back from cycling, your dogs will be downhill. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's not Don't funny. Don't you notice that with your dogs after you work out? They're like, Man, you good. You taste good. All right, you morons. Pick <laughs> TJ won again this week TJ's with Kevin Harvick. It. He's on fire. But Brett is still winning, obviously, 18 This basically shows that neither one of us really know what's going to happen. No. <laughs> Just get lucky as hell. I'm going to go with uh, the guy that I think can challenge the guy that TJ is probably going to pick. I'm going with Mr. Kyle the Show Larson. So I think I've already used him. You have. So that I'm going to go with Kennington. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that kid in the 51 yesterday? I've never even heard of him. Weatherman. Uh, Weatherman. I'm going to go with. Oh yeah. Long Duck Don. Martin Truex Jr. That's who I thought he'd pick. I think we got the best. Did you see Ryan Truex made T-shirts that said Ryan Truex and crossed out the Junior because he's not a Junior. That's hilarious. So I looked at the rundown last. For this or the spring Texas race, because that was the first time with the new format or layout, right? And the uh, Logano should be quick, yeah. Blaney should be quick. Well, here's the thing about Fords, man, they took back some horsepower from us from early in the season, so we haven't been quite as good as we were a mile and a half as a result, yeah. I mean, that's gonna matter a little bit there, yeah. But I think those, I think they'll still be fast, yeah. I agree, so Harvick will be good, but the thing is. <clears throat> Man, you got a guy like Larson who's super talented and fast, but he's not racing for all the apples and all the marbles like oh, Truex is. His give a tears. Yeah, his give a. Yeah, it's gone. Well, this was a treat. Everyone, oh, stay so safe old. for oh, Halloween. Hey, by the way, guess who I met? Who? Dog Treat Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you met Dog Treat Dave? I met him. And I'm like, so how, how much did you really eat of it? He's like, bulls, dude. I'm like, oh my gosh, you've got a tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. uh. That was pretty fun. I think next year we need to do a segment and call it "What an Idiot." <laughs> Isn't just, that just because there's at least one a week? Or we just rename this? Uh, well, you know what we need, like maybe something like that. Maybe "What an Idiot" could be like our version of "Come on, man" for yeah. like the football deal. Like, take out the rant, or do we keep maybe, the rant? Maybe we have like we pick out some instances throughout the weekend, and, and it like, can be about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I like you got you got to contribute sometimes. All right. Like drinking sweat. Come on, man. Thank you to One Main Financial <laughs> and to Exalta Racing. Lovely show. Anybody got Bubba Wallace hey, thanks, on the uh, front row for the Daytona 500 next year? Uh, yeah. How about, uh, should we say thanks for the Chick-fil-A gift card? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Who sent us. Where's that at? Yeah, where's the Chick-fil-A? It's upstairs. Well, we I didn't go. bring Man. it. We gotta go Want me to go get it next week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you the gift card. card. Thanks to that guy. Yeah, yeah, we had a fan send yeah, in we a thank you note. Yeah, the guy that sent us a letter, too, about his wife, man. We're glad we we had a little bit of pick-me-up. Yeah. You actually have a tan. Like, this is tanner than right there on the know, inside really of your white. white Look how white I am. Jesus, I don't. That, <laughs> that turns really red. Yeah. Thanks to One Main. Thanks yeah. to Exalta. We'll see y'all after Texas. Holla. Peace. Holla. See ya. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 